Today is the second Sunday of Advent, as you've already heard, and you've heard the scripture lesson from this morning from uh, Luke's Gospel, uh, verses 26 through 38. The title of the sermon today is, Are We Ready? Are We Ready? Uh, Way back at the beginning of the year, think back at a time before we were consumed with COVID and the pandemic every single day. Uh, Before that's all that the news reported, there was actually a news report that was on all of the major networks concerning the birth rate in America. Uh, Apparently in 2019, the birth rate had declined in America, which in and of itself is not very newsworthy or noteworthy because the birth rate in America has been declining for a lot of years. But what was noteworthy, what was newsworthy about this particular report is that in 2019, the number of births was lower than it has been in 32 years. Now, this was somewhat surprising to the people who measure these sorts of things. Because they assumed that with the economy and job security having been growing for several years, that 2019 was going to be the year that the birth rate stabilized in our country, if not actually improved in our country. But that did not happen. Now, this report went on to say that birth rate in America is a barometer for despair. And that what they have learned is that people who are of childbearing age do not want to bring children into the world if they're not somewhat optimistic about the future. And apparently there is a lot about the future that is not very optimistic to people who are of childbearing age. One is finding child care. A lot of people don't live near their families anymore. They can't take advantage of that free child care from parents and grandparents. And so finding child care and being able to afford child care is really, really difficult. Another reason why they're less than optimistic is because of the high insurance costs associated with having kids, about the costs in general for having kids. Another reason why they're not really optimistic about having children today is because there is a lack of parental leave so that parents can be home with their children when they need to be home with their children Another reason why they have been uh, reluctant and not really wanting to have child care is because their paychecks haven't grown with the economy. The economy grows every single year, but the amount of money that people are bringing home and putting into their bank accounts has not grown. And so those are some of the reasons why those numbers didn't happen. Well, then all of a sudden... After that report, the pandemic occurred and people began to wonder, how will this pandemic affect the birth rate in America? Will it go up or will it go down? The people that thought that the pandemic was going to be a temporary thing speculated that it's going to go up. You're going to tell parents that for a little while they're going to have to be home together every single day. And there's only so much Netflix you can watch until you got to chill. So 
they assumed that there was going to be an increase in the number of children being born as a result of the pandemic. They assumed that people would then name their children with pandemic kind of names. Here's a few for you. Quarantina. Pandemica. Virus. If you really like the Lakers and their all-time great died, COVID Bryant. See what I did there? COVID Bryant. Um, Sani for sanitizer. How about Charmin? They just assumed that this pandemic was going to be short-lived and that people were going to be at home. The birth rate would increase and we would have some lasting positive effects, the names not included, in this pandemic as a result of being forced to stay at home. But then the pandemic wasn't temporary. It lasted and it lasted and it lasted and it lasted. And the people who do this sort of research just began to say, you know what? There's a really good chance now that it is not going to increase the birth rate in our country. In fact, they are now speculating that there will be 500,000 fewer death uh, births in 2020 than there were in 2019, which would be a 13% decrease over the numbers in 2019. And that is an awful, awful trend. Well, why are they not having babies now that this pandemic has gone longer? Well, they're worried. They're worried about the risk of exposure while they're pregnant. They're worried about the risk of exposure as they make repeated trips to hospitals and doctors over the course of time. They're worried about the exposure that they might have after the baby is born and everybody wants to come and see the baby. And, and so the baby, the parents or others might be impacted by uh, the virus. They're worried about when it comes time to deliver the baby that the guys won't be able to go into the delivery room and watch it all happen. They're worried about the job security now. This pandemic is may not have affected some of you, but for many, many people, their jobs have already been lost or are in jeopardy because of what is going on in this pandemic. And so for many people, there is this concern about having children in the midst of a pandemic. And as concerning as getting pregnant during a pandemic is, it's also really concerning if people aren't getting pregnant during a pandemic. It's going to have far-reaching uh, impacts on our society. I wrote down a few of them here today. There's already a shortage of workers that are caring for our aging population. And with such substantial decreases in the number of children being born, it means that at some point in the future, it's become even more difficult for uh, our elderly population to be cared for. Another one of the reasons why it's so concerning is because uh, this this deficit in the number of children being born inevitably is going to make itself known in our colleges and universities. There are going to be less 
uh, people the age of students to enroll in college. And what that's going to mean is that the tuition prices are going to have to increase to offset the lack of people that are going to college. That's going to mean that some of our colleges and universities ended up having to close. And for some of your football seasons, you may be praying that the football, the team would close the doors. But it's going to have far-ranging implications in our military. There are going to be less people available to serve in our military. And perhaps if none of those other things really concern you, it's also going to decrease the number of people who are contributing to yours and mine, Social Security. So, although there are dangers to having a child during a pandemic, there are also dangers for not having a child in the pandemic. In fact, what I found on the Internet this week is that by 2034, there are going to be more people over the age of 65 than there will be people under the age of 18. That's the first time since they started taking and measuring these statistics that that has happened in America. Because we're getting older as a world, we need people to have babies, right? Because we're a sinful world, we need this baby. And I'm so glad that Mary said yes. That she was willing and ready to be the mother of the Christ. Because in the same way that it might be difficult for you to imagine having a child during a pandemic, make no mistake about it, it was difficult for Mary to get pregnant during her day. Here is a woman who had been planning her special day, her wedding, probably since she was old enough to know what a wedding was, looking forward to with great expectation and planning this great day in her life, imagining what it would be, imagining what it could be. Here is a woman that was much more fascinated and concerned with wedding showers than she was with baby showers. Here is a woman that would have been concerned about her health because not only was it very difficult to have children back in this time with many women dying in the midst of or shortly after childbirth, but the strange circumstances of Mary's pregnancy would also mean and, and be risk a certain death because if you were to be found as pregnant, Outside of wedlock in Mary's day, they would take you outside the gates of the city and you would be killed. She was worried about her health as she was there. She was worried about her financial stability, just like people having a child in the pandemic are worried about theirs. Because you see, if her family had abandoned her, uh, if Joseph, even though he'd been visited by an angel of the Lord, had not followed through with the wedding, then Mary's financial picture would have been greatly in question because so much of the financial security during this day was based on the man and the men in the family providing that financial stability. It would have been difficult for Mary to, to conceive or be willing to conceive a child back in those days because of, of, of the potential public disgrace, the loss of status, the loss of standing in her community. Can you imagine going to your parents and saying, uh, I'm pregnant, but 
it's by the Holy Spirit. He's the daddy. I mean, do you see how well that might go over? It would be difficult for even the greatest person of faith to believe. She stood to risk so much to be willing and ready and able to have this child. And yet, as difficult as it was for her to imagine having a child in what would have been a difficult time in her life, with all of the risks and all of the dangers that were associated with it, Mary, when the angel visited her, decided that she was ready. And she said, let it be as you have said. And the angel told her a little bit about this child It says that uh, He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give to Him the throne of His ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And His kingdom will have no end. The Holy Spirit will be upon Him. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. And the child will be born, will be holy. And He will be called the Son of God. Now, you may not be ready to welcome a child into your lives in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, Even if you were able to conceive, even if you are beyond the childbearing age, you might not want a child to come into your life during this season of life. But are we ready for this child to come into our lives? Are we ready to think about what that child would mean for us? Are we ready for this child to demonstrate by the way he is raised and the way by he lives and the way he teaches who God is and what God is like? Are we ready to receive this child into our lives so that when he grows up, that we would choose to pattern our lives after the way he lived his life to uh, love as he loved, to live as he lived, to serve as he served, to give as he gave? Are we ready to believe That this life had a purpose and because this life has a purpose that our lives have a purpose. Are we ready to believe and allow him to have the highest place in our lives? The kind of place that the angel assured Mary that he would have and should have not only in her life, but in the lives of everyone in the world. Are we ready to allow this child to reign in our lives like the angel told us that he would reign in Mary's life in the lives of those who knew him? Are we ready to allow this child to deliver us from whatever it is that keeps us from being in right relationship with God and right relationship with other people? We may not be ready for a child of our own in the middle of a pandemic, but are we ready for this child and for why he came and for what he desires to bring as he continues to come to us in the world today? Now, I don't have to tell you that I'm an Ole Miss fan. 
Um, you might be familiar. We do a little cheer, Ole Miss, uh, called Hotty Toddy. And it begins with the question, are you ready? Now, unfortunately, I can't say the rest of it from the pulpit. Uh, you may be familiar with the tune, but we usually only say it while we're winning. So some of you haven't heard it in a long time. I haven't. But, but regardless of whether you know that cheer, it is a good question to ask. And even if you don't respond the way that an old Miss fan would, it is indeed appropriate to respond in the way that Mary responded. She said, I am ready. Bring this child into my life. Let it be as you have said. And so that's the question for us today. Are we ready for this child and what this child means to us and to the world? May we be ready.